Oh, and welcome back to Faceful Radio. It's uh, about a minute and a half till the beginning of the show. And I just want to remind everybody that we do this every single Thursday from 7 to 10 p.m. This is Face Radio. I am fucking Harrison. Sitting next to me is... The Lady Viking. All right. Directly across from her is... SOS. And... Steve on Keys. Steve on Keys. Um, we are going to start the show here in about one fucking minute. You know what we always do before we start the show? We call that. a doctor? We do call a doctor. We do call a doctor. And uh, does anybody know who uh, who wrote this fantastic song? Some 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 lady in her misfits band. Yes, that was kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> some amazing chick that you, I, and some other people are seeing on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I just actually saw her this last Saturday as well. Well, yeah, wah, wah, wah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and then of course, yeah, we're gonna see her again this uh, this weekend. Can't fucking wait so um the uh theme song for the show here as always is cat rub show and the darling misfits with somebody called the doctor it's now eight o'clock so let's get this shit show rolling it's an emergency
ladies and gentlemen, that was Cat Rub Show and the Darling Misfits with Somebody Call the Doctor, the official theme song for Face 4 Radio. So we're going to take a couple minutes here and talk about the Spider-Man trailer that came out last week. Ah, I know yes. we're a little late on this, but uh, we were doing a show when it was supposed to come out, and uh, and then we watched it all collectively after the show was over. So uh, we're a little late to the game, but whatever. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um. All right. Well, why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell us why you're so excited, SOS? Because they're doing it right, or at least <laughs> it feels like they're doing it right. I've been very mad about Spider-Man in the past. Is really what it boils down to. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I I think that's uh that's uh that's a sentiment that a lot of people will share. You know. Um. I I love the casting of Tom Holland when 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 we were introduced to him in uh, Civil War I thought it was brilliant I mean they are going back to his school age years you know his 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 high school years which I mean it seems like Peter Parker's been in high school for fucking ever um, when in actuality in the comics he was only in in high school for like three and a half years of of the story arc and now I mean like he's mm-hmm. not been back you know uh, and that was in the original run starting in the sixties. Um, so why why we keep putting him back in high school is is anyone's fucking guess for the kids for no, the kids. The, no, I disagree. I disagree that okay. that's where it. I think that it really stems from the fact of how the, um, like the uh, how do you how do you say this right? The whole premise of Spider Man in the first place is kind of a like growing up situation even sure. to this day. Sure. So I think. Putting him there is what naturally happens okay. because it still feels like an adolescence, even when he's in his adulthood. Well, you know, they did cast a very young actor. I think Tom Holland, I don't even think he can go to the bar in America yet. Nope. I think he's like 20, but he's British. So he's already been to the bar, you know, for the last two years. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it beats the shit out of that Tobey Maguire one where it's like all these like 40 year olds walking. Around, hey, bro, I'm in high school. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I got to give it up for. For Sam Ra- Raimi's Spider Man, like the first one was good, first the second one was fucking brilliant. Um, and I hated I, and the first I, one. I absolutely loved. I, I had a huge thing for Kirsten Dunst, so that helped. You know, the right. whole uh, uh, alleyway and it's raining and um, that was awesome. She could act. If only she could act, but it's all right. She's a pretty face. I don't mind if she's fucking blank. Um, but yeah, then the third one just destroyed it. Uh, and then they bring Andrew Garfield in, who I thought was really good again, but, you know, still, um, I love Tom Holland. He's He's got the look, he's got the goofiness, he's got that natural um, uh, acrobatic talent, because this kid does fucking parkour, he's a classically nice. trained ballet dancer. Ooh. I mean, like, kid, kids got moves. Do some searches on, uh, on, on the interwebs. There's a bunch of videos of him, like, Popping off balconies into pools, I love that. and uh, you know, jumping on trampolines mm. and like doing flips in the air and doing the classic landing, where he's got like the bent knees and he's got the hand down in the middle and he's got his arm. Like, look it up, look it up. Like, this kid knows what's up. They, um, from what I understand, which started with Civil War, they they booked him for like nine movies. They they pulled like a Sam Jackson with him, wow. and they have him for nine films. That's three standalones, and then he'll be in other features. <laughs> Spider-Man is the Mace Windu of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously they're going to do a trilogy. Obviously he's going to be uh, in the Infinity Wars movies. He was in um, uh, he was in Civil War, so that leaves three other things for him to do. But um, anyways, getting back to the trailer here, um, this trailer was dope. I, uh, I I love seeing Michael Keaton in the role of a villain. 
Yeah. Absolutely in the role of a villain. He looks badass in that shit. And you know, there's only one shot, and that's in the international trailer, where he's in the suit without the helmet, without the jetpack on, he's just kind of striding through the, the shadows, and you can almost make his face out. It's enough to let us know that it's definitely Michael Keaton striding along like a fucking badass. Well, that and the whole threat against the family thing. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that they're introducing two new villains to the cinematic world. We've not seen the Vulture, and we are getting the Shocker. And I forget who's playing the Shocker. He's, you know, he's more of like that imminent baddie, and then, you know, the Vulture's like that long-term baddie. So, um, and then, of course, Robert Downey Jr. is in this. He's the mentor. Hell yeah. And every single scene that they have together is just is just brilliant. That wasn't a hug. I was opening the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does that kind of like he slides his chin up like he's actually accepting the hug and like gives him a little pat. And he's like, no, that, that wasn't a hug. Get out of my car. Good luck out there. Uh, yeah. I love Robert Downey Jr. First and foremost. If you'd said anything but glowing terms about him, I would have told you to leave my house. I wish him and Michael Keaton would have a scene in that movie. I doubt they do. Um, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, I mean, they fly, right? the, the parting shot there, the last scene you see is, uh, Iron Man and, uh, and, um, oh, yeah. and Spider-Man You're swinging right. through the city there. So obviously, um, Peter's going to need Tony's help in combating okay. this guy. So there's going to be some kind of CG awesomeness. Um, I just can't wait for the quips. So many oh, yeah. quips. No, yeah. it, it, it should be good. All right. Uh, I've talked long enough. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Uh, amongst Luna. ourselves? Luna. Oh, I, I have been summoned. Uh, I am overly excited for what will hopefully be the best Spider-Man on screen ever. Um, I think Tom Holland, not only does he have the look and the boyish charm, but he has the voice. You know, he, he when I hear his voice, I think Spider-Man. Kind of squirrely and like quippy. Yeah. 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 And, um... I love the fact that they're doing sort of like, you know, a little bit of an Iron Man, Spider-Man buddy movie. Maybe if they're not even working together that much, but still even just a little bit of that. Just that dynamic. Yeah, that dynamic. I think it's great. I think it's great that that where Iron Man is, you know, becoming the father figure for Spider-Man, you know, uh, that that's going to lead to some really cool shit. And, you know, it gives him this kick-ass new uniform and stuff like that. So I can keep the suit. Well, it doesn't fit me. <laughs> yeah. But let's face it. Aunt May is a lot hotter in these movies Stop. than she's ever been in any you Spider-Man know, rendition. May is like 50. Yeah, mm. she is. But she's, she's still so hot. Doesn't yeah. bother me she's one still bit. so hot. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. She's, no. She's and she's an amazing, amazing actress, and and I've loved her ever since my cousin Vinny. But you know, <laughs> I yes, yeah, she could do anything. And you, I am, I am just totally excited to see this movie. I have very, very high hopes, and um, and goddamn, yes, Michael Keaton. Fuck yes, <laughs> Michael Keaton. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him, and I, you know, even though I'm still secretly hoping for another Beelge's movie. I will accept this movie until it happens. I think your wish will be granted sometime in 2018. Hmm. I hope so. Yeah, I had a little fairy come and chirp in my ear one day. I had heard some like rumor about a Beetlejuice 2 trailer, and then I went yeah, looking it, all it, over it, the internet farce. for it, and I couldn't <laughs> find it. I was so upset. So um, everybody knows this movie's coming out here in July. We've got three Marvel films coming out next year. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which comes out yeah. in May. Then we get Spider-Man Homecoming, which comes out in July. And then we have Thor Ragnarok, which comes out in November. 
So that's our slate of Marvel films next year. Now, technically, yes, Spider-Man is under Sony, but, you know, since it's the shared universe now, it's under the Marvel banner. So it's considered a Marvel movie. It's part of that cinematic canon now. So, uh, And expect that from here on out. Uh, starting this upcoming year, we get three Marvel films every single year now. As if two wasn't enough. And one Star Wars film a year. And one Star Wars film a year. Oh my god! The House of Mouse um, is is kind of scary, but yeah, um, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Um, I, the casting uh, looks good. It looks really diverse. I mean, it looks like he's the only white kid in school. Um, but I'm looking to see who you know how well the uh, the interplay between he and the the kid who they cast as Flash Thompson is going to be. Uh, the girl who they picked for Mary Jane, I think her name is Zendaya or Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya, who of you know like House of Mouse, you know TV fame. Um, there's a lot of you know <clears throat> there's a lot of things hanging on this right now. You know the success of this uh, is going to be really really. Um, integral for for this series to go forward and be successful so um yeah i don't know i'm i i'm i'm cautiously optimistic <coughs> i think it will be good well said because again marvel's helming all of this so and sony's just paying for it i have a little bit of guarded apprehension because whenever i get this excited things go horribly horribly wrong so i'm so excited because okay like I've said it before. My problem more than anything with the Tobey Maguire is it was like, oh, he's a nerd. He's a nerd. Oh, wait, he has powers. He's not a nerd anymore. And yeah, I don't I, think I, it's going to happen with Tom Holland. No, because he's awkward, but he's adorable still. And like and the one scene where it's like, we should probably look away before this starts getting awkward and yeah, too late. So, I mean, it's just like, I love it. I think I think it's safe to say that this is this is going to this is going to bring us into, you know, the uh, a new appreciation of Spider-Man. I think everybody can collectively agree on that. So I want to get you know this. Uh, you'll have to excuse me. I uh, a lot of trailers came out uh, in the last week, and it is you know that time of year where it we're we're getting the award season movies that are all about to come out right now, or they've all just come out right now. And with that, we always get the early summer release teasers. So the next one that just came out. Uh, is for War of the Planet of the Apes. This is the third installment in the uh, revitalized Planet of the Apes series. Not to be confused with anything that Tim Burton did last decade. Um, so this is obviously um, Andy Serkis playing Caesar. Um, you know, the first film we had um, a ridiculously good cast. James Franco in a film that I actually liked him in uh, with John Lithgow <laughs> and uh, Frida Pinto. Then the second one, uh, you know, with Gary Oldman. And um, there was uh, there's a British actor and I forget his name. He was also in that. This third installment has uh, Woody Harrelson as the primary antagonist and like Woody Harrelson is awesome. Yeah. I have mm -hmm. appreciated his work since Cheers. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. <laughs> He's fabulous. He's fabulous. He's fantastic. But I mean like I, I got a lot of respect for this guy because I mean it seems like you know where some people who were really well known in the late 80s early 90s sitcom would have like faded away ages ago. Look at Kirstie Alley. Look at Ted Danson. 
I mean, Ted mm-hmm. Danson comes back for like the occasional cameo for some stupid show, or he's like now currently doing like a credit one commercial with Kirsten Stewart or Kirsten, whatever, one of the Kirstens out there. And, you know, I mean, so they're just like washed up and like nobody hears about Kirstie Alley except in the fucking tabloids. But Woody Harrelson is an institution. Woody Harrelson is a goddamn institution. This man comes out with like a movie every year, a movie every other year. And thank you. And it's just fucking brilliant. Uh, You know, who didn't like Zombieland? I think my, the first thing oh, I saw him great. in was Natural Born Killers. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, he has a shaved head in this, which isn't, you know, that Well, he's weird. got, he's got that, he's, uh, he's, he's got stuff. that, you know, uh, shoehorn. Yeah, oh, no, no, I saw him shaving it in the thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. In, he, in he the shaves trailer, his head because he's just like got like that sexy little, little thatch. neo-Nazi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Woody Harrelson is in this and he plays the primary antagonist and, you know, everybody's back. You know, the king of mocap, Andy Serkis, is there reprising his role once again as Caesar. And this just... I'm an old school fan. I remember the original series that came out of the 70s. Obviously, I wasn't born then, but, you know, Dad was a huge Planet of the Apes fan. He was a huge Apes fan. And and that that initial run spawned, like, five films, um, as well as, I think, uh, three years in syndication on on television when that shit actually mattered way back when um but this the 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 revitalization of of this property has has been in my not so humble opinion i mean sensational every single one the first two i loved them they were great Mm -hmm. they were so good i've enjoyed all of them and from what i understand there's supposed to be five movies total in the series so we're you know that we're getting one every two or three this is, this years. This will be the climax. Yeah, this will this will be kind of you know the big hit. The Shakespearean climax. Yes, and then we'll get uh, we'll get two more after that. And I mean, how can you go wrong? I mean, it's apes on horseback, you know, shooting you know rifles and trying to kill off all of us pesky humans. Well, how ultimate, cool is that? The ultimate problem with anything like with remakes and a lot of things where you kind of know what might how it might end. You kind of have a feeling where like to keep that interesting is can be really difficult. Like and to you know even though it's like. To bring it back to Shakespeare, like a fucking tragedy where you're just like, you know, come on, guys, you can make it. You can make it. I have a feeling you're not going to this time either. Like, it, that's what this franchise makes me think. Well, of. to Legendary's credit, which I think that's the company that's releasing it. I may be wrong, uh, but to their credit, they've not rushed into this. They've not been trying to pump one out every other year. They've taken their time. They know this is a lucrative property. They know that it's drawing several good actors who want to come in and fill the, you know, the antagonist or the protagonist roles. Um, and so they've they've taken their time and they've cultivated this and they've, they, they're just doing awesome things with it. I mean, the last one was was great. I mean, there was some comedy in it. There was a lot of action in it. It was full of drama. I mean, it was just it was brilliantly done and written. And, and of course, they're being smart again and they're bringing different crops of people in. So you know, they've got the main production team, but they've got new writers coming in, new directors every time. So nice. they're bringing fresh blood and a fresh take. Well, and then each each movie's in a different timeline too, right? Like, no, I mean, no, no. Not, like, it's all the same I mean, timeline. It's just like, the progression just like, of the apes and um, their their mental awakening, becoming you know the dominant species on okay. the planet. Because yeah, I remember like the first one was like pretty much modern time, and it, then it I guess was like, supposed to be the initial outbreak. What happened? How yeah. how this virus got out? And killed all the humans, but then uh, heightened the intelligence of all of the uh, the primates. Yeah. Cool. All right. Once again, I've taken the floor over. Anyone else? Yes, you have. Um, I uh, think that this trailer looks badass. It is literally war between apes and man. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the shots where you see the apes in the line firing arrows and shit, I'm just like, oh, right. that's rad. Oh, that's what Ewoks were supposed to be. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they're way more badass than Ewoks, Ugh. but Ewoks were pretty fucking badass. You have to admit yep, yep. it. I don't know. I watched that shit again as an adult and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> they're cute. Well, they were cute when you were a kid, but yeah. you could tell these they, apes are They beat the Imperial cute. Army? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. Well, fucking stormtroopers can't shoot. But anyways, I de- we digress. We're Sorry. not talking about Star Wars, though. We are very excited about our upcoming film. I'm going to keep peppering it into every conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Just you wait and see. But, you know, <laughs> speaking of the uh, the Tim Burton, you know, Planet of the Apes. Do we have to? If you must. I'm, I'm just going to say this as a... <laughs> A reference point, you know, that that film was so disappointing. And these two new films, and I'm guessing this third film, will just continue to blow that shit away. And I'm really happy that Andy Serkis is not just involved as an actor in these productions, but he's producing too. And I think that's another reason why these films are kicking ass. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. The trailer looks badass. Woody Harrelson looks badass. And uh, I can't wait to see it. It made me want to play like some Starcraft, except for them to be monkeys and humans. <laughs> it's like they were just seeing them go at each other. I was just like, oh, I want it to be a strategy game. I want to, I want to be these people. Somebody get on that right now. <laughs> right now, I wish there was video just so the world could see how excited PK is. I like, I like, I like strategy <laughs> games. You just get to be the fucking general and just send them at each other. Usually mm. the ones that derive from movies aren't good, but you know, somebody, please. Um, but um, I, w- I was watching the trailer today again, and it was pretty much like, yep, this is a movie about humans ruining everything. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so like just the way it was sh- shot, it's just, it looks really good. Um, looks very blockbustery, and I love that, and because that's what this should be. So I'm into that. Not that I believe in all of that god shit, but you know, it just seemed like the appropriate thing to <laughs> <We> say. We know. <laughs> all right. So the release release date for um this Planet of the Apes, if I am not mistaken, is uh, early July release. It should be a week. I think it's a week or two. No, it's uh, it's a week after Spider Man Homecoming. So it's going to be a kind of a busy month already. Yeah. Um, so save up your dollars, folks. Yeah. You're going to be going to the theater a lot. Yeah. Which is another reason why Spider-Man's probably going to do really well because there's no other competition that weekend. It's just <laughs> Spider-Man. So everybody's going to go see that shit. But anyways, Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. This is uh, the third chapter in what is supposed to be um, five films. And uh, it looks fucking brilliant. I can't wait to see it uh, as per usual. You know, Andy Serkis brings it. Um, so we did just talk about some... Planet of the Apes now, we're going to talk about a series that's coming out on Netflix tomorrow. And uh, Luna? Yeah, so the series is called The OA. And if you watch the trailer for this series, it leaves you with a lot of burning questions and a lot of really interesting imagery. Burning a la Chlamydia? No. Okay, good. Burning a la My Brain is on Fire and I Want to Know. Delightful. I Want to Know. Uh, so anyways, the OA is a show that explores from, from my understanding, uh, the idea of, uh, possibly, uh, being in parallel dimensions or different parts of the world at at the same time that you're in another part of the world, uh, you know, kidnapping and, and, uh, being misplaced as well as, um, you know, disam 
ambigation with reality. I don't know if this disambiguation is the right word, but it's uh, it, it looks like it explores this sort of uh, deeper mindset that this character is going to go through, uh, being played by Britt Marling, and uh, and she's also doing this show along with Zal Batman Gleeglish. I'm sure I butchered that. Um, but these these two have been making uh, films uh, together for a while now. They recently had a film called The East, which was based on them uh, scavenging and living, or sorry, eating things out of dump, dumpsters as a part of the freaking uh, movement. So <laughs> these guys have done a lot of uh, weird and interesting films together, and this is sort of a continuation of their collaboration together in the film world. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be an eight episode series, so a little oh, cool. bit a little bit shorter than some of the other series we get on Netflix. But basically, it's it it it's about the supernatural and the psychological. And where where's that line? So uh, the trailer looks really intriguing, and visually speaking, very intriguing. And I'm really interested to see what the show is going to be about. I'm actually I'm really glad to glear, sorry for, to interrupt. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that it's only eight episodes. Same because it definitely like with that kind of topic to have a beginning, a middle, and an end can be really important, and not just be like, and then we're going to ride off into the universe. Like it's sort of like, no, we're trying to make a statement. Um, and so, because yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was like it was very fascinating, but you kind of didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, so thank you for the for the for the update there. And one of the people that are in it is the guy who played uh, he who was in Harry Potter. He played um, uh, Malfoy's father, oh. Lucius Malfoy. Um, shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucius. And uh, the the name is Jason Isaacs. Yeah, there you go. Jason Isaacs is in this, and he looks like the guy who maybe kidnaps this chick and does weird experiments on her. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, um, I echo what PK was saying about how it being at eight episodes is good because the beginning, middle, and the end. Because when I was watching the trailer for it, I'm like, I wonder how long this is going to last because I don't feel like it could really last all that long not because it would be bad just because it would have to stretch out so you and guys aren't thinking that this is going to be uh, another stranger things or something like that that's going to have you know an o- overarching several season story idea um if it is it's going to be able to be relatively self-contained okay um i don't think it's going to be the same thing it might be like oh this happens and then oh something similar happens kind of thing even uh, like maybe, but I just like even if that even if that is the case, I'd be down for the chapter to be about eight episodes, you know, and then the next, you know, like I think that's a good length for for that kind of thing. Fair enough. Or I'd, I'd be willing to bet that if it's uh, well received by by the public, you know, like maybe if they come in for a second season, I'd imagine they'd do what they usually do and bump give, it up. Exactly. So, I mean, that's definitely a potential for something to. But yeah, I I was also like kind of confused, but still intrigued by the by the trailer. Uh because I totally thought it was kind of going one way and looking like just like a little bit dark and depressing. And then suddenly I'm like, wait, that was, that was pretty surreal. <laughs> well, and stuff with high tech like that is like, yeah. we do eight episodes because we have enough money for eight episodes. <laughs> well, have you guys ever seen anything that Britt Marling's done? I have not. No. Okay. Not sure. Well, mm-hmm. if you guys get a chance, go watch two movies. Um, Another Earth, which deals basically uh, with... Uh, like a fissure in the space-time continuum or something opening up and a duplicate Earth suddenly comes into orbit huh. with Earth 
and uh, it's a really weird movie uh that and then uh i think it's the the sound of my voice or sound of my voice um she's she plays lead in both of these uh and she, in in another earth she's wrestling with the possibility of meeting her parallel self in in that you know w- you know what would you do if you met your duplicate if you met your doppelganger, probably just ask know? him if he wanted to smoke some weed. Well, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. So, um, it, it's it's very compelling. It's Jack very dark. Off. There um, are two options: you either fuck them or fight them, right? Thank you. I was going to say, jack them off real quick. <laughs> so, wow, let's jerk each other off. Wow. It's not gay because it's us. Um, sound of my voice deals with um a woman who is found um wandering the streets of L.A. uh who has no memory of who she is but claims to be from the year 2076 and she's kind of started a cult of sorts, but she's also dying at the same time. They're both very interesting films, which she co-wrote. She got into acting and was only offered all these shitty parts of like the damsel in distress and the hot blonde girl. So she said, fuck that. I'm going to start going to um, uh, figure out how to write screenplays and, and, you know, basically, you know, how, how to write for the industry. And, uh, and now she's, she's co-written several different projects and she has a really, really interesting, um, lean towards weird futuristic sci-fi. So when I saw her in this, I was like, cha-ching, cause she's great. She's got presence. Uh, she's talent. I mean, she's beautiful. Um, yeah, no, this, I, I think this will be a lot of fun. I will definitely be catching a couple of episodes of it tomorrow. You know. Yeah, I like also with it being eight episodes, you could easily uh, just binge it in a weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easy enough to do. I yeah. mean, uh, I imagine you just sit there with your bong and your fucking dab rig and just kind of fucking <laughs> hang out in the living room all day on that big fuck off TV that you have. No, I, I don't really get to be at home much during the day. It's really just like at night because I don't sleep a whole lot. Um, So, you know, I just kind of watch shows and movies. We feel for you, Chip. Thanks. It's okay. I appreciate it. There's a book it's by okay. Arana Huffington about that. Read that shit. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know. Something about sleep. You got to light candles and shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like candles. It's totally true, though. She did write a book about this. <laughs> All right. Um, I was going to talk about one more trailer, but we got about a half hour left of the show before we dip the fuck out and go watch Rogue One. So uh, I'm going to break the entertainment section here. And uh, we will throw that on to next week's docket. Uh, when we come back, the uh, the Luna Viking is going to be driving the ship and you will stick around for another half hour. And then we're going to bone the fuck out of here because it's getting really close to that time. Yeah. So I'm going to play another song here. Uh, and then uh, the Luna Viking is going to take over uh, as she usually does for this section. And in deference to her, I'm going to play something by AOD. This is Born of the Gods, and you're listening to Face Radio.
I have the shit. <laughs> so I'm so used to being in control and I'm so sorry. Let go of control. You have no control. No, they, Anyways. They, they'd be broken. I have no control of right now. Yes, I guess you're right. Ooh, oh, oh, and that should be our on-site we reporter. We have a caller. <laughs> Face for radio technical support. Hey, it's Chip DeVille. Hey, Chip. Motherfucking Chip right, DeVille. So, motherfucking Chip DeVille. Um, so, it is a little bit windy, but not too bad. The rain just kind of picked up, which is nice. Um, but there is already about like a solid 15 to 20 people in line. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. But not great either. Stay there. Yeah, so I'm going to just, I'm going to walk back. I'm going to collect my things <laughs> and go to the joint. Then I'll just go stand in the line for it. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Oh, we are sure to piss people off here shortly, but I don't really care. Yeah. You know, okay. I have someone whole place. I feel bad. Everybody does. Everybody does it. We, yeah. we are better than everybody. No, we're not. It's okay. We're, I'm going to wear better my than everyone. That's why we can do it. Ain't nobody going to fuck with me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, truth be told, we're headed over there in about 20 minutes, but so I don't know. Just get your That's ass back be. over here and then we'll make a decision. All righty. All right. Get your ass to Mars. I'll see you at the party, Rick, though. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds, all of you. <laughs> well, thank you, Chip, for that field report from old. the line of Star Wars. Uh, all righty. Well, our tech and science docket starts now, and uh, we have an interesting story that Harrison shared about a quote-unquote smart mirror. And it's basically uh, this video of this company doing this mirror thing that looks like a smartphone, a giant blown-up smartphone, uh, like uh, an iPhone, where you can have all your apps on there, like you know your face crack and, and your Twitter or your twatter, depending on what you call the it. The Tweety Box. It, that works too. And you can uh, post from there or watch news from there or go online from there. And it's basically a mirror that you just hang onto your wall. But it's like it's like you can you can use this thing to access all your apps, but look at yourself admiringly while you do it. For the uh, vain folks out there, this is perfect. You can brush your hair, brush your teeth, and still watch pornography at the same like time. Like you. Mm. Like you. You're right. Would you get this mirror? Uh, if, if it didn't have an Apple uh, OS on it, yeah. Ooh, oh, so burn. you would get it if you could run Linux on it. Um, I, I'm happy with an Android uh, OS oh, okay. because it's yeah. it's that's still an open source uh, software. You're right. uh, so, but no, I mean, like the only the only issue I have is um, is that it's an Apple OS. I mean, it's a fucking floor length mirror, and it's got all of the little tabs up along the side. Obviously, you can reposition shit. Um, I do have an issue, like when they open up the box for video, you can like. You know, it still has the the reflective surface behind it, so it's not quite as clear. And honestly, this is this is some guy's like home project. He was just hanging out, and he's like, "Hey, I bet I can turn this mirror into a giant fucking interface." This is the coolest shit in the world. Hold on, it, it's so dope. let me let me. So what what this needs to make it work is the fucking technology that follows you through your house with the media. So you need like you're gonna have this fucking you're gonna have the screen in every mirror. You're gonna have it in every kitchen, every fucking because you have two kitchens. You're gonna have it. <laughs> In every bathroom, you're going to have it in all the fucking places. It's just going to like follow you through and sense your shit and then keep your... Because like, I don't know, I listen to a podcast all, all morning when I'm trying to get ready. Sure. And it's like, sometimes that shit gets in the way. And so if it's just following me around, I can look in the mirror and print my bad self out and then fucking also click on fucking Anderson Cooper 360. I don't watch him. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> but
but you know what I mean? Fucking whatever you want. He watch. is pretty. He's real pretty. Well, isn't this like the ultimate guy fantasy to have a television in your bathroom? So if you integrate that in your mirror, then you can watch all your your shit while you're taking a shit. I already do far too much on my phone while in the bathroom. No, that's that I true. don't need. That's what I, I mean. don't need it on a mirror. But guys do. Oh, are you kidding? Like I, I get don't up really in the morning. Look at myself while I take a shit. Sorry. No, no, no. I don't think so either. But I mean, oh. I, I legit. Um, get up in the morning and I have like a 20 minute poo. Let's just say though, this is totally going to rem- revolutionize homemade pornography. <laughs> really? Homemade pornography. Well, okay. So oh, he's um, been listening to the show. He has been. Um, so if that were the case, like, would you be fucking while watching yourself fucking? Yeah. I didn't mean Don't. would you. I mean would people, but like I know you would. Don't people just do that already? Like American Psycho. Yeah, thank you. I was just thinking that. Like, oh yeah, shit's oh, yeah. so bad. Oh, we all feel it down inside but us. But it, it would be like that flexing, like in that American Psycho scene when he's doing those two chicks. But he'd also be like, you know, updating his email. At the same time, while ordering new business it. cards, right? Do you guys think, <laughs> you guys think we'll get to that point where people are sending fucking emails and texts and like while they're fucking and it's I've, all good? I've answered the phone while I was fucking. I've texted while fucking. I mean, Have you guys I'll not seen um what was the show uh, Californication? Yeah. Um, it's season three. Um, uh, David Duchovny's uh, assistant, uh, Runkle, he's sleeping with this one chick. She goes, uh, you know, he, he's on top of her and she keeps going for her phone and he's like, is there a problem? She goes, no, I just like to multitask. He's like, oh, <laughs> did you just want to flip over then? So she's like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. So they start doing a doggy style and he's popping her from behind and she's like that. fucking doing something on her phone. So this is the thing. It happens. That's I thankfully have oh. never, ever slept with a woman who has been like that. And I hope never, ever too. Yeah, well, you'd like to think people would want to be more engaged in sex. Yeah, like, well, I mean, if it's just a casual lay, then, like, whatever. You get yours, I get mine. That was nice. Uh, maybe I'll call you. I once asked someone to blow me while I was playing Warcraft. Not World of Warcraft, but Warcraft <laughs> 3, the strategy game again. Okay, okay. <laughs> the armies, the generals, anyway. Wow, okay. Yes, my lord. My brain she said yes. about to go down a really dark hole about where yes. we've gotten blowhole, blowholes, blowjobs <laughs> from. But we're not going to do that. We're going to stay on point here. So, uh, would you guys get this installed in your house? No. No. Hell yeah. I might fuck with it. Yeah, I would. If they change the OS. Okay, let us notice who said yes and who said no. And the gender split. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, uh, for, for clarifying that. No, SOS. it's an interesting social experiment. You know, I feel like something like this in my home, pretty fucking useless. Mm-hmm. It'd be so good. It'd be so good. Oh, just tap it on stuff on the mirror. Yeah, I, I would spend even more time in front of the mirror than I already do. <sighs> I, I mean, I don't even like looking in the mirror that much but it'd just be convenient for all the times that i do have to yeah why, why wouldn't you like looking in the mirror you're a beautiful man only on like tuesdays <laughs> that's your mirror day i think so yeah it's like when he gets out of bed he's like cool i didn't drink too much yeah you know not too much pizza i'm feeling good about myself <laughs> <laughs> all right well the panel is the a little split on the on the wall mirror smartphone thing, but uh, it, it's it's an interesting little gadget for those who want it, and I guess this guy might try to develop it, so I guess we'll see if it comes out. I'll definitely have to wait till the cost goes down. I will not have one for the next 20 years. Right, right. We still have a couple more stories on our docket, and once again, Mr. Harrison over here stumbled across something really fucking cool. You if, know, you, if you're... Hold on. If you're an 80s kid, 
and you watch Back to the Future. Thank you. I was going to say that. You're, this is going to be the best story ever. So go ahead. This has been one of those years that is, is actually pretty fantastic in regard to uh, the nerds who really liked um, Back to the Future 2 specifically because they uh, basically said all oh, this shit was going to happen in like 2015, 2016. It happened. You know, the Cubs won the World Series this year. Um, you know, we've got self-tying sneakers now. Um, I haven't seen a self-drying jacket, but they do have hoverboards now. It's a thing. It's totally true. Uh, the uh, the gentleman here in question who uh, perfected this design is Robin Raul. He's Italian. Uh, basically, what he did is he took uh, like a souped up uh, moped motor and then put two uh, uh, dual fans at the center of this stand. And it's it's like, you know, one of those short little stands that you use in the kitchen, you know, to reach that top shelf. He like took one of those, made it out of carbon fiber, put this engine right at the center, and put a dual bladed fan on the bottom there, um, and it goes uh, like several hundred horsepower. Um, you know, the revolutions per minute are, are, are insane. I don't know what the exact specs are. Um, but uh, then he, he hooked up a, a handheld device to it, and this guy made a fucking hoverboard. Um, now, in the video, we see him kicking around uh, this little lake. Uh, and he's he's moving at about 30, 35 miles an hour. And what? he's literally he's literally only like 15, maybe 20 feet off the water. But he has tested it. And he has clocked 155 miles an hour on it. What the fuck? And he has gotten to a height of almost three miles. So, okay, above. so so Iron Man hoverboard, not Back to the Future. Hoverboard. Yeah, no, this is this is this is legit real what? fucking like next, gen, next gen shit. Like there's what there's the a video fuck? floating around on the internet of him just vroom, vroom, That's vroom. like he went so high he he tested it he tested it with a goddamn parachute just in case this thing stalled out which by the way he put in a redundancy uh he put the two dual blades at the center initially he had them on either side and uh you know one will go faulty and one will kind of you know crap out uh and this is a preventative measure uh you know if one blade craps out then you've got this one blade worrying and the other one not working so you're you're going in like this downward spiral when you've got two um, spinning at the center. If one dies out, you just have less force pushing you up, wow. but it's not going to, you know, kick you off. So, um, yeah, this guy tested, uh, uh, the altitude a with a hero. fucking what a straight parachute hero. on, like, dude. It was insane. Insane. So, the, yeah. The um, fucking, the brain and the body you have to be able to do that. Like, cause I, like the I, balls, the balls, the fucking balls, they have <laughs> like, it's just a lot of balls. I just can't, balls. like, I'd like, like just even like the ankles, <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't do like my shit would snap my Achilles heel would break if I had that much force under my feet like I don't know I couldn't I, I'm just that's no I, no but I, I guarantee that if given a chance you would try this out no 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 fuck you uh, yeah, in a hot minute oh, Steve totally. is over here raising his hand all gonna Hell die yeah. there's no way you're gonna try this <laughs> I mean, out you know what if I there's would... a way to go on a fucking hoverboard is the way to go I'm I'm just like no you won't even know how to do it you won't even like there's there's gonna be such a learning curve on this shit so yeah. he, like have you fucking surfed have you fucking done any of this shit like do you know anything about I, don't, I can't do it I just mean I couldn't I'm sure they teach you before they put you on yeah, the goddamn yeah. probably thing probably just comes with some Ikea instructions and like hey Thank you. <laughs> if you die don't sue us <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the, these are individual. Sorry, the guy's end game here obviously is to get these mass produced, um, and it's safe to say that this is a good while off yet because it's still in its prototyping phase. Right, and um, the military will take it before like the oh well, no, gets the military's it. already optioned. 
um, um, the uh, the initial. Um, that's uh, gonna take initial, a while for yeah, it to yeah, be useful. Yeah, though. yeah, they have. Like it, it will require so much energy. It'll be like gimmicky, but it's like not. Nah, I mean, uh, this won't go forward for at least like another done. five You're years. Fucking, I got a, I got a rifle that'll still take you down. Can you imagine just the fucking you know paratroopers coming through you know over the over some desert dune just SWAT team, blah, 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 SWAT team going? I mean, literally. I mean, if you can get three miles up with this, you know, I mean. Who's to say that you know uh, uh, you know five six ten stories are you know out of the question? I mean, there's there's a a lot of a- applicability here uh, that can be used. I mean, think of a firefighter strapping one of these on and you know going up to the seventh story to get somebody who's in a burning building. Yeah, you know, oh, military so speaking. I mean, <laughs> 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 thank you, Patty K. That pun, was pun that was awesome. It was terrible. <laughs> I you. hit him for people that weren't here. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. I wasn't even trying to do that. <laughs> well, uh, who doesn't think that this isn't badass? Oh, I okay. I totally think it's I badass. I think this would totally uh like be great as far as a uh, like commuting even. But I mean, until people start <laughs> running into each other, obviously. Um, there you go, good commute tool. Yeah, but I, I mean, for me personally, I mean, I've I've been in three now motorcycle accidents, so I'm kind of like done on motorcycles but i still want to at least try it out <laughs> once um kind of always felt like if i wanted that feeling of freedom i just try to get a convertible or something but i'd want to try this out at least once you know <laughs> the wind blowing in your hair what's left of it i'm i'm aerophobic yeah, i'm aerophobic i'm terrified of falling so there's no way in hell i would actually do this okay so i'm gonna um i'm gonna meet you in the middle there on that because I have like I hate that feeling of falling, like when you're on a roller coaster and like you feel like your stomach is five feet behind you. I hate your, that. Does it make your guys dick tickle? Well, I, no, I, I just get that you know that turtle thing. D- go on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm intrigued. No, <laughs> yeah. it's more the idea of like crashing and going splat that terrifies. So you me. don't like getting into a plane or anything? Well, no, I can handle an airplane, but because you know I've gotten used to it. But you know, say, would I ever go skydiving? No. Would I ever go bungee jumping? Fuck no. <laughs> All <laughs> things that I want to do, even though the prospect of doing it terrifies me. See. Yeah. I don't know how, why I'm fucking twisted like this, but I would totally fucking do, um, I would totally fucking do the hoverboard. You could not pay me to jump out of perfectly good airplane and bungee jumping scares the shit out of me. I went, I went skydiving once in the, just once. It was the worst, but the dude who was taking us up was like, oh man, you know, fuck, fuck bungee jumping. We were like, how come? Is there like a high rate of dying? And he was just like, no, 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 because at least when you're skydiving, you know, you get a chance to say your goodbyes. Bungie, you got a couple minutes up there when you know it's not going to work. Bungie, jump in, you're just fucking done. No. And I was just like, that isn't company told the shit before we'd gone. <laughs> just like, no. It's so terrible. But anyway, Iron Man, I'm, I'm down. I'll fly that shit. I too uh, am down. I, I would, I would definitely, I would yeah. definitely jump on that, and and I would assume that I was going to die. So yeah, I, I was would, just I would say my devil. goodbyes. I'm so down. I get yeah, one. Totally do like a Willem Dafoe. I'll get you, Spider Man. <laughs> Why would you not be a super villain? Squash you like a bug. <laughs> You're actually pretty good at that. Yeah, I was going to say that's a, that's a, that's a solid. You kind, you kind of look like him too. Oh, no. Thanks. <laughs> Wait till you see me dress up like Marilyn Monroe. That, <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry, I watched that commercial yeah, earlier. Like maybe like one person oh, here watched that. Yeah, I did. I saw that commercial uh, the other that. day. That's good shit. Willem Dafoe can do no wrong. <laughs> he can't. True. Especially after Boondock Saints. 
Still one of my favorite roles for him ever. Best role he ever did. Mm-hmm. All right, we got about four minutes here before we're going to dip out of here. So yeah, I think I think at we'll this point we should just close the show Absolutely. because tune we... in next week. Oh. We'll tell you all about it. Hold, hold up, one quick thing. Remember, we were supposed to. Sorry, speak... we were just going to close the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You said that we should talk about this on the show for like oh, yeah, thirty this seconds. Is, this is delightful. You're right, um, Luna. Jackass. So apparently, <laughs> you. you know how. <laughs> You know how during uh, the Christmas season or Yule for some of us other heathens, uh, you like to have a Yule log and some of us don't have fireplaces. So you turn on a 24 hour television program with a Yule log burning. My mom bought that DVD once. Right. (laughs) Or you could buy the DVD. There's a YouTube channel as well. There's a YouTube channel. But apparently this year, somebody is going to be doing a stream, I think out there on the Internet that you can watch Darth Vader's <laughs> burning corpse as your no. Yule log for no. Christmas. You didn't clarify for me, though, when I asked earlier if there is Christmas music playing over it or if it's Star Wars music playing over it, because that matters to me. Don't know. John Williams does Christmas. The way I see it is you can put it up on your TV and you can play the Star Wars music over it. That okay, absolutely I lo- amazing. I love that you were like, you could play the Star Wars music over that, because that means you know me and know how much I fucking hate Christmas music. <laughs> just a, just a, a little uh, FYI to everybody. I will find this and I will play it at my family's house for Christmas. Fantastic. And I will let you know how well it was received. <laughs> Christmas time is around the corner. You better have been good. I believe the, like the second Star Wars was the Christmas special, was it not? <laughs> officially? Uh, officially, yes. Officially. The Star Wars holiday special. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. We Which I have a copy of. That thing. <laughs> Just the Wookiees talking to themselves or whatever. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It is, it's terrible. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up for the night because it's almost that uh, that magical hour. We're going to head to the theater. So thank you to everyone on the paddle panel. Paddle. 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 Ooh. Ooh. What a different <laughs> show. Different show. <laughs> what am I thinking about? Ooh. All right. Um, Anyways, <laughs> uh, this is the Lady Viking and everybody else here. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. We're going to go see Star Wars. We love you guys. Tune in next week. Um, Luna Viking will unfortunately not be here as I believe she's taking uh, some early time off to spend with the family, but I'm going to have Chip DeVille here Families. driving the ship into the fucking ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be well, John Spartan. <laughs> so uh, I love that everybody, movie. everybody say good night. Good night. Good night. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. And what are you going to play? Lovely. All right. This is Ass with Superman. Thanks for tuning into Face Radio. See we you all you next guys. week. Every six feet under dirt Spending all of my time Trying to save these jerks 
self-righteous, self-absorbed, Mr. So self-worth I swear to God I don't pay off, I keep on putting in work I wanna turn in my cage and rip his head off my shirt But I promise I'll never give up the fight I'm sacrificing my days to fight the crimes at night And at the height of my life I got to say goodbye The superhero turning in, I gotta take care of mine Sitting on the corner by myself again, no friends not even the kind that I pretend Superman hung himself by his cape again Who's gonna come to save the day when I'm facing my end? Sitting on the corner by myself again No friends, not even the kind that I pretend Superman hung himself by his cape again Who's gonna come to save the day when I'm facing my end? Again. 